So on this episode of the Trevor Jackson podcast, episode 30, you know what I'm saying? I want to do something new. I want to discuss a book I just purchased. I purchased the physical copy of the book. I purchased the audio and audible. And man, I also rented the movie on Amazon and watched the movie. And this book really hit home with me considering the current climate that we're living in today as black individuals in America. This book, like, man, it let me know how important it is for both parents to be at home. And (laughs) it's just tough, man, like, being black in America at this moment when, you know, just getting in your car, having to look in the rearview every minute, to see if an officer is behind you because you don't know what that officer is on or what that officer is capable of. And um, it's just real, man. And Like, with no further ado, the book is called The Hate You Give. It's a piece written by uh, Angie Thomas. It's her second novel. You know what I mean? And the book is a real good book. I advise anyone to purchase it and watch the movie. Like, I would give it five out of five stars, but I have my reasons for four out of five stars for the book. And, like, man, it's crazy, like, growing up in the neighborhoods we grew up in. They grew up in a neighborhood called Garden Heights. And in that neighborhood, Garden Heights, like, it's the hood. You know what I'm saying? We all, you know what I'm saying, used to the hood or whatever, and the parents, they sent their kids off to a different school from the hood. They sent their kids to, like, a school so they could feel normal, even though I don't know if they felt normal because the white people can't, like, understand their experience of growing up in the hood. And the book title is called The Hate You Give. As you can see, it's a play on the word thug. And Tupac, you know what I'm saying, he said, The Hate You Give Little Infants fucks everybody that was the acronym thug life the hate you give little infants fucks everybody you know what i'm saying my definition of that might not be the same as everybody else's definition but i feel like the infants grow up in the hood and they see what their family and their parents go through and they grow up to just not give a fuck at the end of the day you know what i mean and uh so, the the young lady that's starring role in this book, she went to a house party, and she felt uncomfortable because she wasn't used to hanging around people in the hood because she went to school outside the hood. So, when she went to this party, you know, most of the time when we go to hood parties, people be hating on each other, whatever, and violence occurs. And when violence occurs, you know what I'm saying, it usually leads into shooting. So... You know what I'm saying? When she went to this party or whatever, they start busting. And she had met her longtime friend that she hadn't seen in a while. She rode off with her longtime friend. His name was Khalil, by the way, in the book and in the movie. And uh, when they got in the car, they talked about their past and what they had been through and life. And they was having a good time. And he played Tupac, one of Tupac's records. They was just chilling. Then all of a sudden, they got pulled over. And uh, I'm going to play some audio from the 
uh, from Audible of the book about what happened when they got pulled over. I want y'all to check it out. Check it out, though. Kay, you don't have anything in the car, do you? I ask. He watches the cop in his side mirror. Nah. The officer approaches the driver's door and taps the window. Khalil cranks the handle to roll it down. As if we aren't blinded enough, the officer beams his flashlight in our faces. License registration and proof of insurance. Khalil breaks a rule. He doesn't do what the cop wants. What you pull us over for? License, registration, and proof of insurance. I said what you pull us over for. Khalil, I plead. Do what he said. Khalil groans and takes his wallet out. The officer follows his movements with the flashlight. My heart pounds loudly, but Daddy's instructions echo in my head. Get a good look at the cop's face. If you can remember his badge number, that's even better. With the flashlight following Khalil's hands, I make out the numbers on the badge. 115. He's white, mid-30s to early 40s, has a brown buzz cut and a thin scar over his top lip. Khalil hands the officer his papers and license. 115 looks over them. Where are you two coming from tonight? Nunya, Khalil says, meaning... Like, when you get pulled over or whatever by the police, like, as a young black male, if you're watching this podcast or you're listening to this podcast, I want to tell you that, like, being obedient is key if you're going to live or you're going to die because you don't have to, like, most of the time the officers are young. You know what I mean? They're like 18 to 25 because once they turn 30, they move up in the force or whatever. So, you know what I mean? They move up at, into a higher position. They're not a patrol officer no more, so they're around your age or whatever. And then I don't know, like, we don't converse with each other coming from different backgrounds or whatever. So when a police is in the hood, he's nervous. And you're nervous because we don't communicate with those people that often. But let's get back to what they're talking about. I'm talking too much. Business. What you pulled me over for. Your taillight's broken. So are you going to give me a ticket or what? Khalil asks. You know what? Get out the car, smart guy. Man, just give me my ticket. Get out the car! Hands up where I can see them! Khalil gets out with his hands up. 115 yanks him by his arm and pins him against the back door. I fight to find my voice. He didn't mean... Hands on the dashboard! The officer barks at me. Don't move! I do what he tells me, but my hands are shaking too much to be still. He pats Khalil down. Okay, smart mouth. Let's see what we find on you today. <laughs> you ain't gonna find nothing, Khalil says. 115 pats him down two more times. He turns up empty. Stay here, he tells Khalil. And you. He looks in the window at me. Don't move. I can't even nod. The officer walks back to his patrol car. My parents haven't raised me to fear the police, just to be smart around them. 
They told me it's not smart to move while a cop has his back to you. Mm. Khalil does. Mm. He comes to his door. It's not smart to make a sudden move. Khalil does. He opens the driver's door. You okay, Star? Pow! One. Khalil's body jerks. Blood splatters from his back. He holds on to the door to keep himself upright. Pow! Two. Khalil gasps. Pow! Three. Khalil looks at me, stunned. He falls to the ground. Okay, so y'all know, like, Khalil got murdered or whatever. Y'all know that. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to say this book really hit home with me with the current climate that we're living in. And also, this book, like, it made me think about, like, females interested in drug dealers and what the female experiences is. As men, we always think that we have it hard or whatever. But the female experience is crazy because when you grow up in those neighborhoods and you're attracted to a man, do you deserve to die or go to jail or because you're interested in this man? I don't know. You know what I mean? From the police perspective and the laws, the laws that was created to hinder us as black human beings. But at the end of the day, man, I just encourage everybody to check the book out. If you like to read, it can enhance your experience. And it could help your experience. It could help you not make the same mistakes or make some of the mistakes that Khalil made. Rest in peace, dog. Check out the book. Jill, the hate you give.